0: say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in him will i trust surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence he shall cover you with feathers and his wings, shall you take refuge, oh, oh, oh. he shall cover you with feathers and under his wings, shall you take refuge, his truth shall be your shield and buckler, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the in the darkness nor of destruction that lays waste at noonday a thousand may fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come near you My refuge, even the Most High your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him, I will set him on high, because he has known my name, he shall call upon me and I will answer him, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Oh, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. refuge oh he shall cover you with feathers and under his wings shall you take refuge his truth shall be your shield side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you,
1: ladies and gentlemen, good morning, and happy new year. Good morning and happy new year to each and every single one of you. This is episode number 260 of Rise Up here on LFA TV. We're a rapture ready group of people here. And if you're new, please do us the ever so humble favor of following the page, giving us a thumbs up. We call that rumbling and sharing this gospel because this is not gossip. I'd like to start the day out today with a prayer for those that are going through some really, really tough time right now, Scotty and his family, Moose for Trump, many others folks, but we're about to get into something new. God is always working and he promises that something new is happening and he asks, can you feel it? It is January 2nd, year of our Lord, 2024. Yes, the websites are down. So some people are asking, it's hard to get here today. Are the websites down? Yes, JeremyHerald.com was attacked again this weekend. LFATV.us was attacked again this weekend. And this is the fourth week in a row that we are fighting off attacks from hackers but God is good Jesus is amazing we're focused on our path and God will take care of everything else that's the way we are starting out 2024 Logan says I'm struggling right now I have a bad cold can you pray for me well when we go to prayer here in just a few minutes we're gonna pray for everyone Happy birthday to Ricky. Big shout out to you, my friend. Meemaw says, the only way I could get on this morning is through Facebook. How about the Rumble? You guys don't have to go to other platforms to get here. You guys can just go to Rumble and then go to LFA TV. Don't go to Facebook to come here. Don't go to Telegram to come here unless you need to. Don't go to the website to come here unless you need to. Just go right to Rumble.com and go right to LFA. That is the quickest and easiest way that you're going to get to the show. Especially now that Rumble's new plat- or new uh, layout is so much different. You can easily find the show. So we just now crossed 1,100 people already. Eli, nine minutes in. I think this is a perfect time to go to prayer. So let's do that now because as we start this year, we're going to need God by our side every inch of every mile that we walk all right all right lord and heavenly father in the name of jesus lord to start this year 2024 lord we come to you meek and humbled full of the holy spirit focusing only on you as we start this year lord we know there will be many trials this year in our personal lives, within our families, in our country, and in this beautiful world that you've blessed us with. But we also know that your promise of safety through all storms is always valid as long as we have trust and faith in your son, Jesus Christ. Father God, there are many people that are suffering, leaving 2023, coming into 2024, Family members sick, family members coming to be in heaven with you. But Lord, you promise us something new. You ask us, do we feel that you are working? And we do. And we trust in you. We ask for recovery for those that are fighting off any illness or disease. We ask for patience to let you work. We ask for comfort for those that lost loved ones recently. But Lord, as we move into this new year, this new season, help us be brighter lights for your word. Help us be ambassadors of the gospel with megaphones everywhere we go. Because as long as we focus on you, Lord, we have your promise of safety, salvation, joy, and peace. We thank you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to, at some point today, get down on your knees, if you can. If you can't, that's okay as too. And I want you to go to God and I want you to say, Lord, I know this year is going to be full of trials because Satan is working overtime. The more God works, the more Satan works to try to keep up. But I want you to have full trust in the Lord that everything is going to work out. By this time next year, I can promise you, you will feel very differently than you do today. And that's only going to be possible with immersing ourselves more into the word of God and becoming more Christ-like and having more trust and faith in him in 2024 than we did in 2023. And I can promise you, everything will be okay. I want to go to the description of today's show. Episode number 260, isn't that incredible? It's New Year's, folks. Everyone has something that they would like to change and improve. It's called the New Year's resolution. People usually target one area in their life to focus on and improve that area. What is yours? Let's talk about it. If you'd open up your verses of the day today, you'll see that I said, good morning and happy new year. 2024 will be an exciting and very difficult time for the world, but with Christ, he will bring us through it and our nation will be godly and good. Again, my new year's resolution is to learn more scripture, memorize more scripture, and be closer with God. That is my new year's resolution. Memorize more scripture so that I can If anybody stops me on the street, I want to be like that guy last week on Ray Comfort. that was like, how many do you need? I'll sit here and I'll give you scripture all morning long. So that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to memorize more scripture in 2023. And by doing that, I will be by default closer with God because I will be ingesting his word. I'll be memorizing his word. And it'll be so much easier for fasting and obedience. By the way, shout out to everybody who fasted leading into the New Year's. Verse of the day today is going to come from Isaiah again. We were in Isaiah three days last week. So let's get back to Isaiah, okay? Isaiah 43, 19. Look at all the people that said, that's my New Year's resolution too. We're going to read the verse Then we're going to read my testimony of this verse. Then we're going to go back and we're going to read more of that uh, chapter in Isaiah. Okay? Isaiah 43, 19 starts out by saying this. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you know it? I will make even a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. There's another way that this is described from another version, of course. And it says this I'm about to do something new. It's beginning to happen even now. Do you see it coming? I am going to make a way for you to go through the desert. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. So that's another verse, another version, so that you can help understand the older translation that I read for you now. Do you feel it? Look, many of us have felt it. We've talked about it for quite some time. We've talked about how God is on the move for months and we feel it. How else would we know it? We are seeing signs of miracles. We are seeing signs of destruction and that we read in prophecy that we knew was going to happen. We know how much God is working over time because we know how much Satan is working over time. And like I said, he's always playing catch up. He's never ahead of God ever. That is one great thing that you guys can, you know, hold as secure is that Satan is never ahead of God. Big shout out to Alan Carol Morris. Satan is never ahead of God. That is a promise that you are secure. So now I want to read what I wrote. Jeremy, you and Julie Green are in sync today. Why? What was her message? Don't tell me it was Isaiah forty three nineteen. Big shout out to Julie and Chris. Every year, people say that this year will be different. Hold on one minute. No excitement for our family, for the murder of my husband, and so many others, but we pray for justice for all those who are considered by government as collateral damage. Alexandra, I'm so sorry to hear that. I really am so sorry to hear that. Karamore says the verses in Isaiah got me through brain surgery without fear the book of Isaiah is a powerful book, uh, book folks I've been in it for you know it's the fourth fourth message in, in, in a in a 10 day period of time you know this year they will eat better exercise more be nicer and less annoyed by the people around them, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've been part of it. What's my New Year's resolution? The best thing that you could possibly do is get closer to God. As far as a New Year's resolution goes, the best thing that you could possibly do is get closer to God. Because by getting closer to God, you will, by default, become better in every single way, in every single area of your life. Not just one so most people, when they have a New Year's resolution, like I said, they want to lose weight. They want to become more active. They want to get more, you know, involved in, you know, hobbies or, or friendship or whatever it is. And they focus on that one area for their New Year's resolution to be better than they were last year. But I can promise you that every area of your life will improve just by focusing on the one area that you should be focusing on and that is the b-i-b-l-e obey his commandments more this year listen to his guidance through the holy spirit a little more this year in your life don't be rash in your decision making don't always say i got to make a decision right now think about it for a moment Pray on every decision, whether it be minor or major. In every time, stay in prayer. In every moment, be in prayer. And it doesn't have to be dropping to your knees, praying like this every five minutes, but I'm saying as long as you are constantly keeping God in your mind and saying, God, what do you want me to do? What would Jesus do in this situation? Be aware of the way others view you. Now, this is going to be this topic right here. Be aware of the way others view you. I know that we are not supposed to have an opinion. Let me, let me rephrase that. I know that we are not, not supposed to act in ways so that our reputations will be safe, in a certain sense. I know that we as Americans go, I don't care what anybody else thinks about me. And if you're talking about your worship and your um, you know, representation of the word of God in the gospel, then yes, 100%. But at the same time, you must be aware of the way others feel about you and the way others think about you and what others are saying about you. I'm not saying you have to change who you are. I'm saying be aware because there, for a long time, I thought that I was a solid, good dude. I didn't know that people in my family were like, no, you're very short with people. No, you're very rude to people when you talk about this. You're very rude in the way you come off to people in this scenario. And I didn't even know it. So you must be aware. Thank you, Arthur. God bless you. Uh, Yes, folks, I see some people talking about it. Um... Yeah, I know. It's totally out of control down there, Arthur. I know. I know, man. I know. Uh, there's people in there saying that they still can't get into the websites, folks. For for those of you who are just joining in, we're being attacked left and right. We're having to focus resources and, and money and time on fixing the holes in the attacks. We were cyber-attacked again during the New Year's weekend. Um, our website, lfatv.us and com, the donation site, the store, all of it. And I have a guy who works on our site. It's not even his full-time job and he's literally taking time from his other job to try to do this. So, you know, we live in a world where people are constantly attacking us and the more we get closer to God, the more they're going to attack us. So just know that a lot of the donations that come in for the first part of this year will go towards keeping us secure. And prayer, lots of prayer. So be aware of the way others view you. Yes, it is a very important thing. Again, you don't have to worry about the way others view you but be aware how others view you. By the way, folks, let everybody know in your chats and in your group chats and on your pages that if they're trying to get to our websites that we're currently under attack right now, actually, even. Try to help as many people as possible in 2024, not just monetarily and financially, but spiritually, definitely spiritually, emotionally, physically. Be there for people. Do things for people this year that you didn't do last year. Open the doors for your, uh, for the women in your life, for the women, for the young ladies in your life, for your wives. Open doors for them. Help them. Be a better person to them. Ladies, compliment your husbands a little more this year. Husbands. Compliment your wives by helping out in some of their jobs a little bit more this year. Be a little bit less selfish and be a little bit more selfless because when you do that, you show how godly you are. That is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about when I say help people more this year. Then your life will be more meaningful, folks, and God will show you new things in which you have never seen nor heard nor even dreamt of which will make your daily life so much more easy peaceful joyful and interesting that is my new year's resolution i pray that your new year's resolutions are similar and now i promise we would go back and read that full chapter So now we're going to go back to Isaiah. But before we do, I want to bring up the rumble chat. If we can bring up this live chat, I'd like to see. And uh, I'd like the world to see what the LFA family. My sister and I are going to North Carolina next week to visit him. Jeremy, any advice on how to start that conversation? Oh, on on bringing a family member to salvation. Do it through love. Do it through just telling him how Jesus changed you and helped you. Don't push it on them, but tell them that you'd like to bring peace. Caramore, I had a man begging for money at the airport. I heard you in my head. I had no cash. Hold on. What did that say? I had no cash and walked away thinking about what you said. At least that, that came into your brain. That is great. Thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. Moose for Trump. I'm hurting so bad, said Grammy for my dad. He found out two days before Christmas that he has cancer for a third time. Yeah, we will definitely be praying for you. Raphael, Jeremy, it's my birthday today, and being here is a present to myself. Raphael, being here is a present to us as well. Amanda says, how about giving people Bibles, not money? Yes, that's another good one. That's why it's good to have small devotionals in your pocket at all times or in your car. Give your two-minute testimony and pray for them, said Jay me Exactly. It's the best way to do it. Show them how God changed your life. Prayers for comfort and peace. I love this family so much. You guys are great. Folks, we have 1,500 people watching. Good morning, and God bless. Happy New Year. If you've been trying to get in in any way through our websites, we are being attacked on a daily basis now because of our uh, love for God and our sharing of the gospel and the truth. So just know, ladies and gentlemen, that um, that uh, we're working on it, okay? God is on the move, said Logan. All right, we're going to go back to Isaiah 43, 1, and we're going to read all the way to forty three twenty one, okay? Because this is the verse of the day in context to what we were already talking about. But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. This is 2024, folks. This is the promise of what we're going to go through this year for our love of God, for our love and need to share the gospel, for our love and need to share truth of the world, politics, social issues, everything. This is what we will experience. He promises you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored. God is honoring you with promise and salvation. And I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you. And people for your life. He's talking about the Christian. He's talking about those who come to him and ask for his salvation. This is reserved for what they call the children of God. You. Fear not. I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. I will say to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I've created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Who? The sons, the children, the daughters of God. You, me. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let... I want to stop right there. Let all the nations be gathered together. Not let all the world be gathered as one nation. See that? Not let all the world be gathered here on earth as one nation. It said, let all the nations be gathered to God. I love that. I love that part. And let the people be assembled, who among them can declare this, and show us former things. Let them bring out their witnesses, that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, quote, it is truth, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, and understand that I am he, Before me, there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Savior. There's no other God. There is no Savior outside of Yahweh and Yeshua, point blank, period. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you, therefore you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God, indeed therefore, uh, before the day was, I am he, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand, I work, and who will reverse it? Verse 14. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives. The Chaldeans who rejoice in their ships, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power, they shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Who is that talking about in our day? The deep state, the globalists. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise as we are rising up. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. This is why the globalists are flailing, trying to get rid of God, Satan worshiping Artists in music everywhere doing massive demonic uh, performances on stage with tens of thousands of people. This is speaking to us in this time, just like it spoke to the Israelites in that time. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, says God. I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me, the jackals in D.C., and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. We will prevail. This people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. Isn't that powerful? Those are God's words. Let's see what the uh, LFA family has to say. Al Dooley says, amazing to hear God's word. Um, Unfortunately, some Christian artists are part of that filth. You are correct, Furry Grizzly. Andrew, late coming in. Better late than never, my friend. Yes, Logan, of course we did. Thank you, we love you. Happy New Year, Andrew. Happy New Year to you too, my friend. Welcome, repraise you and with you. Yes, exactly, mustache. And of course, kitten head, blessings to you. Blessings to this family. Amen. Julie talked about God changing things this morning, said KC22. You see that? You see how God works? It's amazing. Annette says Taylor Swift is the top Satan worshiper and Biden is using her for his campaign for Democrats. That's exactly right. You know, the funny thing about Eli, you know the funny thing about Taylor Swift? Ready for this? Funny thing about Taylor Swift is she's made millions and her best songs, according to billboard charts, are all about her bad choice in men. Her bad choice in men, Eli but yet they've got her out on the campaign trail telling people to vote for Biden. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? A little too ironic. (laughs) Yeah, I really do think. Anyway, stay rapture ready, folks, and you've got nothing to worry about. For the 1,650 people that are in here now, God bless you and thank you. I'd like to start out my books, folks. One minute prayer for dads on day one. We're going to start all over fresh with the books, okay? Protector, I will say of the Lord. This is Psalm 91, by the way. What were we listening to this morning? I can't remember. Somebody want to remind me? Psalm 91? Huh. Psalm 91, 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him Will I trust one of the primary roles we dads have is that of a protector. Our children need to see us. See in us a refuge and a fortress. They need to be able to trust us to protect them as a means of learning how to trust their heavenly father for his divine protection. Once they move on from our care. The necessary protection may be physical, spiritual, psychological, or might be related to an individual child's specific needs. How do your children need your protection today? Lord God, I love the children that you've entrusted to me. I'd protect them with my life if need be, but I know there are other ways for me to protect them too against the fiery darts of the enemy. I thought that said fiery farts, Eli. The fiery farts of the enemy, those two. Against inner wounds, or excuse me, against the pull of the world on their hearts, against inner wounds, I may know nothing about. Father, as the designated protector of my kids, I need you to help me keep my eyes open to all sources of danger, to their bodies and their souls. As I stand guard over them, please stand guard over me. Be my refuge from danger, just as I am their refuge. I trust in you, Lord, and you alone. Folks, we're heading into a lot of danger. We're heading into a lot of danger in 2024, danger to our country, danger to our children, danger to our democracy, danger to our republic, danger to our very own lives in which we live in our homes. But guess what? you will go unscathed, you will walk through this fire and not be burned, you will walk through this desert and not die of thirst, you ladies and gentlemen who have that hedge of protection around your home, maybe you have a mezuzah in your doorway, maybe you have a doormat that says, as for me and my house, I will, we will serve the Lord, maybe you pray every night for any evil spirits that might have found their way in to be removed immediately, in Jesus name I cleanse this house, you ladies and gentlemen, you, will be the warriors. You will be the ones at the end walking with your uh, armor of God and your weapon of God unscathed, undented, unburned, unmarked, unscratched. And there will be people that are burned, scratched, beaten, bruised that will need you to reach down and lift them up, I can promise you, 2024 will be a battle, 2025 will be all about bringing everybody back home, bringing everybody into our bosom, holding the non-believer, holding the homosexual, holding the liars, holding the deceivers, holding the drug addicts, holding the blasphemers, holding the people who don't honor their mothers and their fathers, holding the, 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 the prostitutes, and we will say, God loves you too. And he wants you to be a child of his. He doesn't want you to continue down this road. He doesn't want you to continue down this road of destruction for you and everybody here around you. He wants you to be rapture ready. Right along with us. We don't hate you. Yes, you might hear a joke uh, from us once in a while about your way of life. But guess what? We're human. But all in all, we love you. And we will be here for those who need lifting up. That is what's powerful about this movement. That is what's powerful about what the way God is working behind the scenes. Casey says, know Christ so they will be able to see him through you. The Bible tells us that. All through the New Testament. Know Christ so they can see him through your works. Not your works that you're trying to do to get to heaven. Your works that you're doing because you get to go to heaven. That's the difference. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's not Monday because we had Monday off for New Year's. However, we start the week off and we end the week with a little bit of Ray Comfort. So that's what I've got for you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It is Comfort Mondays, but it's actually Tuesday here today. Ray Comfort's latest video two days ago. Roll it.
2: Do you think you're evil enough for God to be justified to put you to death or do you think you're a good person?
1: I think
3: that I am evil enough to be put to death.
2: I could feel a strange resistance as I spoke to these two women. Watch for their contempt for the Gospel, and then watch for the reason for it at the end of the video. Are you scared of death? No. Everybody's afraid of death. It's a haunting feeling that somebody's going to take you and stick you in a box six feet under the ground and everything in you should be repulsed by that. You should be saying, Man, I don't want to die. Am I right? No. You don't mind dying? Ever tried to commit suicide? No. You're a great candidate for it.
3: <laughs> I I would say, uh, what do I care? I'm I'm dead, and I think that that's the uh, that's the natural course of life. Is that you're you're born and you die. Do
2: you know what the Bible says? Death is
3: not necessarily in the words, in the specific words. Of the well, it doesn't
2: Bible. say it's natural. It says it's an enemy. If death is an enemy, that means you can overcome it. Ever heard the Bible verse? The wages of sin is death. No. Have you heard of that? Yes. It's very famous saying God is paying you in death for your sins. Like a judge looks at a criminal that's committed multiple murders and says, you're not at all concerned. You don't think it's any big deal. I'm going to share how serious this is. I'm giving you the death sentence. This is your wages. This is what you've earned. And ladies, sin is so serious to a holy God. It's not to us. It's so serious to God. He's given you the death sentence. You're on death row. And your death will be evidence to you that God is deadly serious about sin. And I saw you nodding. You're not agreeing with me, are you? This is my nod of understanding. Okay, so you're you're getting my drift. Yeah. So here's the question. Jules, do you think you're evil enough for God to be justified to put you to death, or do you think you're a good person?
3: I think that I am evil enough to be put to death.
2: Why do you think like that? You're a psychologist's dream.
3: I think we're all born pure, and I think that through the
2: course of your- You're not a mother, are you? No. I'm not a mother, but I've had kids, and kids aren't born pure. They naturally know how to do bad things. You have to teach them to do good again and again, almost daily, because they're selfish, they lie, they steal. You have to teach them to share, not to lie, not to steal, because that comes naturally. So you're saying that evil is a learned practice rather than something we inherit?
3: Once you're immersed into the world and society as we know it, that's where the evil comes
2: in. You're not evil as a person, but there's evil around you that you partake of. Is that correct? Yes. I'm going to give you the Ten Commandments to judge yourself morally. Can you handle that? Yes. Can you be honest?
3: Yes.
2: Can you be honest?
3: Yes. Okay.
2: How many lies have you told in your life?
3: Plenty. More than I can count.
2: So what do you call someone who tells lies? A liar. So what are you? A liar. Have you stolen something, even if it's small?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: So you're both thieves? Yep. Lying thieves? Absolutely. Have you ever used God's name in vain?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Do you love your mum? Absolutely. Would you ever use her name as a cuss word? You hit your thumb with a hammer, you want to say something like human excrement, the word beginning with S to express disgust. Would you use your mother's name in place of that filth word?
3: Probably not.
2: Definitely not? I said probably not. Probably not. You you would consider it? (laughs) You've just broken the fifth commandment. It says on your mother and father. Most people would say I'd never do that because I respect my mother. I do respect her. Maybe you don't respect the God that gave you a mother because you have taken his holy name and used it in place of a cuss word. That's called blasphemy, Jules, and it's very, very serious. One to go, and this is embarrassing for me, but Jesus said whoever looks with lust has committed adultery in the heart. Have you ever looked with lust?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So ladies, here's a summation of your court case on Judgment Day. You've told me that you're lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterous at heart, and you have to face God on Judgment Day. If He judges you by those 10 commandments, you're gonna be innocent or guilty?
3: Absolutely guilty. Same, guilty.
2: Heaven or hell?
3: According to the Bible, hell. Hell according to the Bible.
2: Yeah, you've earned your wages. Now here's the question see if you're going to surprise me or not. Does that concern you, that if you died today, if death seized upon you tonight in your sleep, does it concern you that you would end up in hell?
3: I guess it depends on what you believe, and I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the tenets of organized religion.
2: Yeah, neither do I. However, what we believe is irrelevant. If you look at the sun and believe it's square, it's made of ice and comes out at night, that doesn't change realities. And hell exists whether we believe in it or not. Jesus warned of a terrible place called hell, and I can reason with you just for a moment on why hell must exist. You believe in God? I believe in a higher power.
3: Yeah. Not necessarily. The
2: God or the Bible? Yes. But a higher power, the creator of all things. made The I flowers and bad. birds and the trees and the sun, the moon, the stars. Do you believe in God? No. So you're an atheist?
0: What's the other term? Agnostic. Agnostic. Yes. So
2: you just don't know. You look at the building, and you don't know if there was a builder. You look at the painting and you don't know if there was a painter. The building is proof of the builder. The painting is proof of the painter and creation is proof of the creator. So let me reason with you about this creator of all things. We know that he demands morality because he's given us a conscience. The word conscience means with knowledge. So we know God believes in right and wrong and if he's not going to punish people like Hitler who slaughtered 11 million people mothers and fathers and children, just slaughtered them, then he's evil, if he's not gonna have a day of judgment. If he hasn't got a place called hell for evil people, then God is unjust, he's not good. Hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell is a reality, but it's not just for evil people like Hitler, it's for evil people like you and me, liars and thieves and blasphemers and fornicators and adulterers. I happen to know you do love life. You love the blueness of the sky, the sound of birds, love and laughter, music, friends and family. All these things are precious to you, and you don't want to lose them. So here's a question. What did God do for guilty sinners so he wouldn't have to go to hell?
3: Gave them the opportunity to repent for their sins.
2: No. Oh. You actually know, but because you don't understand it, you don't value it. Have you heard of Jesus dying on the cross? Yes. Now most people have, but they don't know this. And ladies, if you can get a grip of this, it's going to change everything for you. The Ten Commandments, don't let anything distract you, the Ten Commandments are called the moral law. You and I broke the law. Jesus paid the fine. That's what happened on that cross. That's why he said it is finished just before he died. He was saying paid in full. If you're in court and you've got speeding fines, a judge will let you go if someone pays those fines. They say you're guilty but you're out of here. Someone's paid your fine. And it's legal. He can legally do that. Well, God can legally take the death sentence off you and let you live forever legally all because of what Jesus did on the cross for his death and resurrection. And all you have to do to find everlasting life, to be free from the power of the grave, is repent of your sins, and that's not an easy thing to do because we love doing wrong, and then put your trust in Jesus. Like you trust a parachute. So here's a question for you as we close. If you're gonna put a parachute on 10,000 feet just before you jump out of a plane, why would you put it on? What's your motivation? To not die. And your motivation is fear. You fear dying, and that fear is your friend, not your enemy. Ladies, because I care about you, I've tried to put the fear of God in you today. i will try to make you a little scared, hoping you'll see that fear is your friend, not your enemy. Because it'll make you mean business with God. And it'll drive you to the cross where you'll find everlasting life as a free gift of God. And there's nothing more precious than your life. Am I right? I'm glad you think that. Well, I'll tell you how I know it. Jules, would you sell one of your eyes for a million dollars? I'll take it out painlessly, painlessly, and we'll give you a glass eye to stick in the slot. It won't look as good as the other eye, and it won't look as good as the other eye, but it'll fill a gap. Okay, maybe you'd sell it. Would you sell them both for a hundred million? No, two hundred million? No, five hundred million?
3: No, no, Would you?
4: no, I'd like to see.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, you wouldn't give up your eyes for anything, and your eyes are merely the windows of your soul. Your life looks out those little windows. So, if you wouldn't give up both your eyes for a hundred million dollars, how much more is your soul worth your life? So think about how precious your life is to you, and think of the words of Jesus, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So you're going to think about what we talked about today?
3: Maybe. No.
2: Actually you will, you can't help it, you've got no control over your mind. Your memory will come back to your night as you lay your head on your bed and listen to your heartbeat in your ear, you'll think, what was that guy saying? Examine my tone. Why am I talking to you with such earnestness? It's because I really do care about you, and I know what I'm saying is true. And I know that you could die in your sleep tonight. Please think about my motive and the value of your own life to you. May I give you a book I've written called Scientific Facts in the Bible? No, thank you. I brought it over here for you. I've Uh, gone to all that trouble, and it's free, and you can toss it in the trash when I leave. All right, I will throw it away when you leave. Okay, and may I give you one too?
0: No, thank you.
2: Um, I'd like to give you something else anyway. Is that alright? You don't know what it is, but I'll give it to you. Hey ladies, thanks for listening to me. I really appreciate it. And I've got great consolation that I've got two things on my side. One, is that you've got a conscience. That's an impartial judge on the courtroom of your mind. And that word conscience means with knowledge. And two, the power of prayer. A lot of people are going to be praying for you ladies. Because we're all coming like little brats that want to get away from God. We love the darkness, hate the light. And the only way we can come to God is because of his amazing grace that draws us to himself. So I don't believe it's any coincidence that we got to talk today, and I believe God's hand is going to be upon you ladies, because God's the lover of your soul, and he takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked.
1: Well, obviously, we're going to be praying for those ladies, and, and, and Ray is right. He, like he said, he, will you think about what we talked about? She said, no. He said, yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. You'll lay down at night on your pillow, and you'll think about, what was that crazy man talking to me about today? That is spreading the seed. That is what we're supposed to do. Right there. And he did it beautifully. And you know what else he does? He ends up giving them gift cards so that they can't forget about him because the, they'll go spend that gift card, whether it's a coffee or whatever it is, they'll go, that guy gave that to me. He spread seeds. He planted seeds. God will water them someday. That is all God tells us to do. Plant the seeds. I will water them. I have two more videos to show you here today, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to reference another Isaiah chapter. The book of Isaiah is so amazing. Isaiah 45, 7. Excuse me, 46, 7. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Let's go to that because I just saw that pop up. I want to go and and, and read what that exactly says. 46, 13. This is what it actually says. See, this is how people, I just read this pop up over here. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not what Isaiah says. That's not, I've never read that before. So that popped up, somebody popped, uh, put it up on the screen on this page that I'm on. So I come over here to the actual Bible, and this is how people deceive people. It says this. I bring my righteousness righteousness near. It shall not be afar. My salvation shall not linger. And I place salvation in Zion for Israel, my glory. So you see how people, you got to be very careful. You can't just read things and go, wait, that's what the Bible says. You have to go and you have to reference it with the actual Bible. This is how people are deceived. And I don't want you deceived in 2024 when it comes to God. Now, this is... Is an amazing video you're about to see. Let me see if I can, uh, okay. Uh, properly put this on the screen. All right. Listen to this explanation about being without God. This is incredible.
5: Yo, Jay, let me ask you something, man. Did God create everything that exists? Yes, he did. So he also created evil, right? Does cold exist? Of course it does, man haven't you ever felt cold i have but cold does not exist cold is the absence of heat we only made up the word cold to describe the absence of heat then what about darkness darkness is the complete absence of light we can study light and brightness but we can't study darkness itself darkness occurs when light isn't present god did not create evil evil is the absence of god in people's hearts the lack of love and faith.
1: Perfect love explanation. Love
5: and faith are like warmth and light; they exist. Their absence is what leads
1: to evil. Amen.
5: So, does evil exist?
1: What a great video! And see, that's that's what I'm talking about. God didn't create evil. Like sit there and go, "I'm gonna make good." and I'm going to make evil, but God created. So if God created and he is in everything that he created, if you take God out of the equation, there must be something left. And that something is darkness. That something is nothingness. That something is void. That's what that is. So when people talk about hell, yeah, hell's definitely a place. And it is without God. Imagine being without God in your life. I remember being there. But the funny thing about it is, if you think about it, even though you were without God, God was still there for you. But once you're in hell, there will be no God there for you. There will be no God there looking out for you. You will have washed your hands of God completely. You will have chosen that pathway without God. And in here in life, when you're without God, Jesus is always still there trying to get you to come back. After life without God, it ain't gonna be the same. You're gonna wanna get right. You're gonna wanna get rapture ready today. Jeremy, I tried to send you an email. That is because and it came back. That's because if you're just joining in, our websites have been attacked again for the fourth straight week. Our website, JeremyHarrell.com, LFATV.us. All of our email links, they're all attacked and down for right now. And so we're having to pay our web guy to be off from his day of work and actually work all day to try to restore and fix that. So for the people out there that are taking it down, God bless you. I know you're watching. You wouldn't be attacking us if you weren't watching. And I know you're watching right now. But let me just tell you, you won't win. God always wins. And so does Trump. And we happen to be repping both of those here on LFA TV literally every single day. So go ahead and have your fun. Hack and take down the sites. This is the people's network. If we have to crowdfund, if we have to raise money to put extra security, we will. We don't care. Our mission will not be stopped. You are not stopping our mission. You're just throwing rocks at us. We'll walk through them, and we'll be better on the other side. Then what are you going to do? Because it spends your time and money to attack us just as much as it spends ours. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, continue to pray for that. Now, a lot of people say, what will heaven be like? Now, I don't know if I played this last week. I was going to. I don't think I got a chance. But I know there's a lot of people that want to know. So let's just play this again.
4: What heaven will be like according to the Bible. Isaiah chapter 65 lets us know that wolves, lambs, lions, cattle, snakes, and all other kinds of animals will no longer feed upon each other for food. Isaiah 11:8 lets us know that a child will be able to play near the hole of a snake den and not be bitten. There will be a sea of glass in front of the throne of God. There will be a tree of life which produces 12 different kinds of fruits every month. You'll get to meet people you've never met who lived thousands of years ago, like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. According to the book of Nahum, chapter 1, sin or affliction will not rise up again for the second time. In heaven, there will be no marriage or intercourse. You'll have a new, immortal, incorruptible body that never perishes. You'll never sweat or experience any kind of pain since that was an aftermath of sin. In heaven, when God sees you face to face, he will rejoice and joy over you with singing. Here's what heaven will be like according to the Bible.
1: So there you go. Sounds like a great place to me. Sounds like a great place to me, and it sounds like a place I want to be, so that's why I'm going to make sure that I am rapture-ready. That's that's what I'm going to do, make sure that I'm rapture-ready. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that song that we had this morning was such a great song by such a great artist that I would like to go out on the same artist with a different song. Um, I think this is a great and wonderful song as well. So... um, We'll get that queued up. Perfect. I want to thank you, folks. I know it's been a quick hour. I know you guys are rapture ready. I know you guys want these shirts and you want to order them, but we'll get the site back up in no time. Don't worry about that. Just keep praying for us. If you need to donate, you can donate right here on Rumble. We'll get those as well. Thank you so very much. Remember, folks, we are just getting started. And this New Year's, I want you to focus on that one area in your life that affects all areas of your life. Your relationship with God. Something new. I love you guys. God bless you. Mike Crispy's coming up next. Eli will put the link in the live chat for you now. And then I'll see you at 11 o'clock for two hours of Live from America. We are so blessed. Thank you for being here today. God bless you all.